Welcome back to another episode of Free Reverie. I am Jujubee. I'm the host of this podcast, and we are going to talk about a topic that is pretty sensitive, Um, but not as sensitive as it was before. So the topic for this is going to be consent or accuse. That is going to be the title of the podcast and such, but we're really going to get into it. The reason why I chose it is because there was this article that came out. It says, Ron Jeremy pleads not guilty to sexual assaulting four women. It was posted June 26th of 2020. Um, so apparently, Ron Jeremy was charged with forcibly raping three women and sexually assaulting another in separate incidences. And so the the, the topic today is going to be really about um, that hashtag Me Too movement. We, um, we all know about that. Um, but there's just more and more cases that are coming up and more and more people aren't really talking about the issue anymore because they're making light of the the whole thing right you know that person's making it up you know we shouldn't believe everything we hear all this other stuff so apparently in this case um he is saying that he's innocent of all charges and of course this is tweeted right following after his arrest we're all resorting to social media for support And I think that's where we have an issue is social media is going to back up those that are favoritized versus those that aren't. Um, So anyways, let's get into it. Uh, So my thing is that we're going to talk about is just the accused. Um, We're going to talk about more of the, the truth. So can we believe those accusing other people just because they make a statement? Um we're supposed to are we not we're supposed to believe the individual who's making it because man we can't really prove or disprove at this point and you know i want to believe this individual i want to know that they're not making anything up right we want to believe it but um some cases people just they do they make they make it all up uh to be known um so the second part of the truth is being abused rape or harassed can certainly have some type of influence as to how someone functions. Um, The PTSD side of it can have someone feeling unsafe pretty much always, right? So according to um, this website, it's called RAIN.org, the effects of sexual violence. There is a list of effects that one can experience when going through trauma, right? So... We, they could have depression, flashbacks, post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, they can experience self-harm, sexually transmitted infections, substance abuse, dissociation, panic attacks, um, suicide, sleep disorders, pregnancy, eating disorders, adult survivors of sexual abuse. Um, all this is combined into um, one because any of this can actually happen with someone who's really telling the truth. Um, they could experience a lot of this, especially if they experience this from childhood. You know, I feel for those that are in a place where they don't have any support at all. They don't have anyone to talk to because they're too scared. And by the time that they're adult, people are making fun of them as to why they didn't come out sooner. And it's, it's hard to discuss, right? And it, it really is. So 
when someone's trying to tell the truth nowadays, it's just so much harder to believe because of mocking the hashtag me too movement has gone so far. Um, you know, we all were like, Oh my God, they're making it up. Like right away. It's not even believing the person anymore. So let's get into what is consent, right? Um, because it's not just about consent overall. It's, I'm just believing that person, but um, let's just talk about consent right now. So by definition, permission for something to happen or agreement to do something. There are these blurred lines within the consent that we all have the power to say no, right? But in many ways, we all can be persuaded that we want to do something, but are just too scared to say it. And so we aren't for it. For example, there might be an instance where you're like drinking and uh, you might think that you have a clear understanding that you shouldn't be going home with strangers. I mean, we, we all have that clear understanding when we're sober, but when we're drinking, it gets blurred, right? So when you end up doing that and things just, things get a little bit tricky, right? Because you feel confident in yourself. You think that you're doing, you know, you, you'll be a fine because you can handle yourself. But when you're in a state of, um, disorientment, um, due to the, the alcohol, um, I think it's disoriented. Yeah, you get disoriented. Um, you aren't going to be making the best choices. Um, we aren't in the right of mind to make the choices that we would if we were sober. So the blurred lines is both parties know that it's wrong to do this, to just go home with strangers, but you do it anyways. So the blurred line that I'm talking about is, is it consent or is it not? Because you both have that understanding that it's wrong, but you're okay with it. You're just not communicating. No, I don't want to do this. And then later you might come back and be like, man, was I, was I raped? Was I involved in something that I shouldn't have been? You question when you wake up from the, 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 the alcohol, whatever. But I think a lot of people like to believe um, that alcohol influences your choices. I mean, it does to an extent, but you already know going into it that you probably should be in a place where you're most comfortable with when you're drinking, right? And that's where we, we have these blurred lines, like I said, is that you know that it's wrong, but you're going to do it anyways. And then you have these instances where someone then later turns and says, oh, well, they raped me because I was drinking. Well, both parties were drinking or if the other person wasn't drinking and they know, but they, they ask constantly, are you sure? Are you sure. And you say, yes, 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 yes. They're taking that as consent. And just because you have regrets and you didn't actually want to do it, you didn't communicate. No, that's an issue. You know, we have to be able to communicate how we feel in order to get what we want. Right. So those are the blurred lines. Another thing about the truth is does having money or fame relieve you of being accused. So if you make an accusation, are you being bought to be, you know, hushed or are you just not really whatever? Um, a money can, <laughs> can certainly buy things, but it's just a temporary relief, right? So now we're going to talk about more falsifying the truth. So, According to um, QZ.com, uh, what if a woman has consensual sex and then regrets it the next day? This is what we were just talking about, right? What if a woman gets dumped by her boyfriend and decides to accuse him of rape as revenge? 
What if she's just doing it for attention? Are false accusations reaching epidemic levels in today's hard-drinking hookup culture where the lines of consent have been blurred? Have we made it the normal to just go out and have sex without really discussing it first? These are the things that leave us worry, you know, will he, she be accused even though they consent? Or are they going to pull the car that they never said yes and assumed the other person did? So that's what I'm saying. When you falsify information because you have a motive, um, like I said, I mean, those blurred lines, you know, you have to take into consideration what happened. Why did you do it? Why did you make the choices that you did? I'm not saying that just because you make an accusation that you're just falsifying information. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying both parties know exactly what they're getting into before they even do it. You know that when you go out drinking, you have the the risk of not really knowing what's going to happen next because you might drink too much. That's what I'm saying. If you are wanting to really drink, drink, drink a couple drinks, call your friend. Hey, pick me up. I want to go to your house and I want to drink some more. Cool. You know, we all know that uh, pre-game thing we, we want to do. But, um, you know, you just have to weigh the pros and cons. So now we're going to talk about more or less the statistics. So according to BBC.com, over the past 20 years, only 2 to 10% of rape accusations um, were proven to be fake. Um, that figure does not include any unsubstantiated accusations where an investigation was unable to prove a sexual assault occurred, so an accurate figure for the total remains unknown. Other studies have figures in the same range, but the FBI has put the number of unfounded rapes, those to be determined false after investigation at only 8%. So, both the Duke lacrosse team case in 2006 and the allegedly or the alleged University of Virginia gang rape in 2014 were widely covered by the media. They were terrible miscarriages of justice, but they were not representative. False rape accusations very rarely lead to convictions or wrongful jail time. So only, let's see, they also talk about... Uh, Official figures suggest the number of rapes and sexual assaults, which are never reported or prosecuted, far outweighs the number of men convicted of rape because of fake accusations. It's really sad because you have a lot of false allegations that are making it harder, whatever, to um, really put an end to those that are actually doing it, right? Like I said, we've become so comfortable with just making an accusation thing and then it's just going to be taken care of. But is it really being taken care of or is it just not being said anymore because they're being bought or um, whatever, you know? So just that's what we need to do. So we also just need to educate. It is clear that we need more education when it comes to consenting towards sex or anything else for that matter. According to Healthline.com, while celebrities like Bill Crosby, Harvey Weinstein, and Kevin Spacey may have kickstarted the conversation about consent, the reality is that one in three women and one in six men in the United States experience sexual violence in their lifetime. Is that crazy? Is that really crazy? I think so. But I also believe that we really do need to educate more about this. 
because I don't want to make light of anything um, at all. Another thing that we need to do is just better communicate. Effectively expressing how you feel about something does demonstrate that you can handle making choices and decisions for yourself. If you are not communicating to someone that you don't want something to happen, then how is it to be expected for the other person to just know what is going on? You have a choice to make, and it takes two to make a decision whether or not you further interact sexually or not. This idea of just assuming someone understands is certainly not effective. So we have too many issues now due to that idea. Let's change that perspective immediately. Let's go about it a different way. Um, I think if we just focus on the educating aspect and better communicating aspect, then we'll just be better. So this, this topic is going to be hard to digest, but it needs to be discussed to improve upon what the future can be rather than assuming everyone knows exactly what to do. Consent is agreeing upon an activity or topic. So accusing is someone did something. Whether the truth of that accusation is true or not is determined by facts. So do you have enough facts to support your claim? Can you prove that the accused did exactly what you say he or she did? If not, then don't go about it on social media. I personally hate the fact that everything is brought on social media, but what is the main goal here? If you make a false statement and you go on social media, you are going to be screwed, right? We all know the game. Social media is beneficial towards those that are that have actually done something wrong, um, but it can hurt you if you just made it up. It can really hurt you. You will be put on blast in a second. It is going to be the boy who cried wolf if you are proven to be the liar. If something did happen, then yeah, speak up about it, but don't do it for the fame. Fame is completely overrated, truthfully. Keep in mind, once you open the box for all to see, it is hard to keep it a secret after. So you need to consider what you are losing. Even if it is the truth, you are going to be told you are a liar and such. So until the truth comes out that you are telling the truth. So take all the pros and cons to everything and sort it out before making a claim. If you falsify any information at all, be aware of the consequences to follow. My suggestion, suggestion is just to be careful overall. Don't fall for doing it to be noticed because in the event that you are noticed, then you will get so-called haters that will do everything in their power to prove you wrong. Be prepared to take the hit. Nowadays, it isn't easy to just come forth saying that you were raped, touched, or even harassed without someone accusing you of making it up. It is hard, but if you have to do it, then just do it. Just be careful of how you go about it. I am here for every man and woman who wants justification. I will try to do my best to make sure you are heard. So if you want your story out there, then let me know. Um, I will be your support. I always support anyone who makes a claim against someone. The truth will set you free. So everyone knows the outcomes of falsifying information. So I will support you even if you are determined to be a liar. Maybe you just want someone to listen to you. Whatever the case may be, there will be no judgment from me. I'm just saying be careful. Uh, this Me Too movement was supposed to be something that was supposed to get those that were too scared to speak up to actually have a voice. And now it's just being made fun of. So I want to make sure everyone understands these cases are going to keep being brought up and more and more cases are going to be proven to be false. And it's going to be, it's detrimental to those that want to speak up because maybe they feel like they can't do it right now. Maybe just give it some time and then do it. I don't know. I don't know how we can go about it without, you know, immediately attacking those that 
that speak up about anything anymore. It's really hard. But like I said, if you have a have a truthful claim against somebody, then do it. Then go about it. Just when you post on social media, that's where things go wrong. And just be aware of everything that could be wrong if you do go on social media about it. You know, just just be careful. Like I said, weigh the pros and cons to everything. Um, but this topic is very sensitive. But I just think the overall thing that we need to do is just educate ourselves more and better communicate um, in the actions that we do. Because we don't want more false claims, right? We want to be able to take those that are actually doing wrong and justify those that are um, victims right so that is all that i have to speak about today it's just over the the article that i said about ron jeremy that's what brought it all all together for me um and i've been wanting to talk about it for a while but it was sensitive when it first came out but now i can i feel like i can actually like talk about it a little bit more and if you have an opinion about it go ahead and uh, message me and we can get together and we could have another podcast about it for sure um it's like I said, it's very sensitive, but we will get through this, you know, just we need to better educate and better communicate. That is all. And I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. I know it was a little bit shorter, um, but I think I got through everything that I needed to get through um, on this particular topic. So I hope you all have a wonderful day. Um, be safe. Be mindful of, of everything around you. Um, like I said, educate yourself and better communicate. All right. Peace, guys.